0: Welcome to the Savvy Connection Podcast, hosted by Savvy Chic Design Founder, Joanna Shero. The Savvy Connection connects you with inspirational people, as well as provides custom content on topics to help you find the resources, tools, and support that you need to be your best savvy entrepreneur you are meant to be. So buckle up. And now here is your creative host, Joanna Shero.
1: Hey. All right, so I am just so excited that you are actually here with me listening to our next episode here in Savvy Connection. Hey, so congratulations. It is officially the end of the month of January and February is really here. And the funny thing is that every time the start of the year we really make a commitment right so if you're actually if you have actually listened to the vision podcast and we're in we talk about creating that clear vision statement for your brand for your business so that you will be able to achieve it right now the question that i always get is how will i be able to make my commitment you know find stick with it find success without freaking out and giving up in the process. I mean, it can be overwhelming. You know, we always have it. I think it's always a cycle. Like in the beginning of the year, we're like, we're so pumped up with plans. We have everything that we line up. We kind of want to do all the things that we want to do. And I understand that one. I mean, let's face it. Um, the challenge of building your own business, there will be actually roadblocks that would happen. Now, I don't want to be negative here, right? I'm never I'm not gonna be your savvy negative um gal, but roadblocks like rejection, fear, self-doubt, or unsupportive loved ones are bound to come up and threaten to throw us off track. So, like this morning, I actually had um, I think close to five calls of client calls. And we're in, it's a process of discovery calls. So is a discovery call, It was I do is, um, so we hop on a call, it varies from 15 to 30 minutes. I actually limit it into 15 or 30 minutes, but it really always depends on the conversation. I never limit time in conversing with people and really just letting, um, getting to know them so that I will be able to identify and to really dissect whether, my service, my product is really right for them, right? So anyway, so there will be really challenges. So this morning something happened last night. So my stepson had an injury last night playing basketball in college. He's actually two hours away from me and um, my husband is actually out of town as well. He was uh, he went to the um, to the eight, to the ER because his knee was really just so painful. He can't really stand. He was really having a, a hard time. So, Um, what I did is that I had to cancel move some things and really work around some things Um, and you know what it is I always believe that family really comes first and if you agree with me we are all on the same page right so uh, it is not necessarily a roadblock but things like this really do happen especially when you're committed when you're doing some things we have everything lined up things can really disrupt the momentum or your schedule as what they say but we actually really just need to be really more flexible. But the thing is that I'm gonna be giving you at least four tips to make a quit-proof commitment. Because the key in making commitment is that you will carry it through um, Through it's really the mindset, right? Um, you kind of have questions like if you get off track, is that whether are you thinking logically with cool emotion? Are you already fired up by early success or failure or commitment or something that you might get later? It. What I'm saying is that Um, When we prepare ourselves to commit into something, it's always that mindset on what's really going on. And a logical approach begins by having the end goal. What was really your vision? So I did mention, right, have you crafted like a clear vision um, uh, vision statement for your business to provide like a bigger um, picture of what you want to achieve in your business? There is a short-term goal, and there's also an end goal, and there's a bigger picture when we are creating and following our dreams. So if so, you are ready then to make commitments, right? That are achievable. I always hear this concept of smart, you know, like smart. the smart concept of planning things out and keeping a cool head will allow you to look forward. There Again, with having that mindset that there will be a lot of things going on, but you will be able to better predict the changes if you have that certain goal. So your goals will likely be more realistic and measurable because on the other hand, Maybe you dove in and are ready to, in a reactive state, right? And it is harder to see the result interaction from this place. I mean, passion is definitely important in your business. Your passion is what drives you when you face barriers to your success. But making a commitment when you are hot-headed with emotion or um, sometimes allow you to see all facts or sometimes like you're kind of just having some self-doubt and you know how it is we are our worst enemy we procrastinate at times we have self-doubt we have people who doesn't understand what is really going on and if you are somehow more calm and tune and collected approach especially when you are trying to focus on the commitments that you have actually started for the beginning of the year. This four things is something that I would like to share with you all because I do go into a process at times of a roller coaster of emotion as an entrepreneur. As we all know, we're a solo entrepreneur. We are like on the top of the game. We got getting clients. Then we have that cycle again or things going on in our life. Right. And these are the things that I've really started to really look into and somehow has really been helping me. So the number one tip right now is I'm going to share you in making a quit proof commitment is number one is set boundaries. I mean, you're the CEO of your business, so we're going to be focusing more on your business right in our business, and I do talk to a lot of entrepreneurs so I'm a graphic and web designer and I'm really passionate as well and really understanding what is it about that that an entrepreneur or a business is trying to to create and I always believe in mindset is very much important now Boundaries, you get to make decisions on how you operate, right, as a business. But you may need to have a heart to heart talk with your family or your friends and help them understand how important your goals are. Because the number one thing is that we create a business to actually help out as well our family. And sometimes they don't understand the process, especially if it is not that traditional way of generating income, right? It will be much more easier if you follow through on your commitment. That's one thing. And you really have to talk them out and see. And from my experience, I mean, I did talk it out with my husband. He kind of understand it, but he kind of doesn't understand it. But I kind of show him the effort that I put in into the business that I'm trying to play. To create, so let me know. Um, let me know if, like, for example, like weekends is something that you don't, um, you don't work. You give a certain time frame that you just work. You commit. Um, set boundaries as well and protect your valuable relationship. Sometimes when we are always on the go, there are things that get sacrificed. So, for example, I do have the tendency to get because I do have a part-time job. So I have a certain number of hours. I actually set the boundary of Wednesday and Thursday is actually something that I don't work. I've told the, the company that I'm working with I'm not available on those days. So I try to figure it out. And sometimes over the weekend, I actually take calls and I tell my husband, that hey, I allot this time because you know some of my clients are also working a nine to five job, only available at night. So there's a lot of things of communication that happens as well. It does take time, but it's very important as well to set your boundaries with your clients to be able to set boundaries with your family. So do you kind of further understand um, where you are at with following through and really sticking with your commitment. So number two is going to be black out your weekly schedule. So I've mentioned with you you all is that I actually have Tuesday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday as my workday full day. I don't work that one on my uh, on my part-time job and on on the rest of the days I actually just work either from one to seven those are like the times that I have so anything in between that is that block Wednesday as all my consult calls wednesday is my consult calls if anything does not fit on my wednesday i try to fit it on my thursday thursday is going to be the full-on work that i do and then every morning of the week i actually then work on the things that needs to be done so i have this whole calendar and really blocking things out. So I don't take any calls on that one. I don't take any consult calls. I do all the projects here, website here, designs here. So it is a constant schedule of blocking out or schedule weekly. So each week, look at your calendar. First, block out the things that you need to do. Like, for example, appointments, sports, um, kids, sports, right? Family obligation. Maybe you're building your business and you're still working the nine to five. Um, write those hours in. Acknowledge it. Here's the thing. Sometimes we're being thought that we need to get out of our 9 to 5 job. I was in that stage. And the more I was so eager to get rid of the 9 to 5, uh, nine to five um, work, I was feeling uneasy because I'm a person who wants still stability. Unless my business is generating the X number of dollars that I need, then I'll be able to give that up. So you see what I mean? So if you are still in the stage of just kind of figuring things out, I don't want you to pressure yourself. So write those hours in, right? Now look at the open space and decide when you will work on your business. So I do notice like there is a certain hours that I work and concentrate on all social media subscription that I have so I do have a monthly subscription of graphics social media content comes in I create it and then I submit it then I'm done with that one right unless there's any revision so it is a constant flow if I have a website where I'm at which content I have, I follow as well on those um, on those information so I kind of just really work things out and here's the thing Based on like one of the senior contributors of Forbes.com, um, Kathy Caprino, um, you need, she said is that you need to understand clearly what you want to create in life and what you can tolerate giving up for that, right? So what you can shift in your schedule to make sure you have time you need to accomplish your goals. Put your, you know, what I mean is that put your committed business hours in your calendar. So if you want to commit from nine to 11, that's nine to 11, Wednesday, Thursday, weekend, or whatever that time is. Now, would be the great time to let your family and friends know so they can manage your expectation of you and your time. It's always that. And remember to be adaptable. I mean, if you take your commitment and schedule one week at a time, evaluate as you go, kick to the curb, anything that isn't working, change accordingly, change up the time, the number of days per week, the length of time you work, That best. Fit you and your family so you see how i'm not segregating just work and family because at the end of the day if i'm going to ask you what's your why it's going to be your kids it's going to be your husband you want to retire your husband you want to build something it always has to do with your family right savvies and most of you are actually female who, who are actually moms female fempreneur um who's actually listening right now so we kind of just like want to make sure and number three tip in a, a for a. Uh, proof commitment, well proofed <laughs> commitment is that in least help. So when I was when I was really starting my business, I was so eager to find a help the cheapest way possible. And one of the things that I've really realized is that the cheapest isn't necessarily the best. I have been I've hired virtual assistants. I have um, you know, social media content to help me out, but it was not delivering to the extent that I wanted to deliver until I've hired people just kind of really help me out, work in my budget, try to save for it, and it just created a, a, a very um, more efficient way. So if you can already start, um, you might hear about the right the outsourcing from a business perspective perspective. So for example, you might outsource your bookkeeping, hire a virtual assistant to take over your administrative task, right? Or hire, of course, hire um, a social, uh, hire a graphic or a website designer like me (laughs) if you have any of your um your design projects right um this might not be where you are if you're just starting out but it's something that you ought to consider as well but we all need more time in our days right what if you could outsource a few tasks or not really everything um maybe you can just like work on things and that would be just amazing i mean brainstorm other life tasks you can assign someone else for that if you have like for example young children at home hire a babysitter for a few weeks and give yourself time to focus if that is workable within your budget right um can you say no to some volunteer work um order groceries online you know what ordering groceries has been really something i haven't really done it i prefer to actually go to a grocery store in line and see all the people. That, that's me and my husband. We kind of enjoy that moment. So, And besides, we actually leave right in front of a grocery store. So we are good with that. Or carpool with other parents for driving um, to kids' activities. Um, the idea of outsourcing is that you don't have to do everything. Even small changes can add up into an extra few hours to concentrate or of concentrated work each week. So try to identify that one number four is schedule your own performance review so when I was in sales and marketing I've always been a sales and marketing and one of the jobs that I always have is that we always have the monthly the quarterly and the annual reviews Um, we on a business perspective we see our my my team's performance how how as a business unit how did we do in sale What are the expenses that we incur what are the forecasts that was committed the previous year what is the forecast that we're going to pre um, preempt again or forecast for the next quarter how can we break that down and there's a lot of things that you can actually so that is in a normal setting of a corporate world right that ought to be done as well from your end so this year one of the main things that i was reviewing is really my sales and marketing my expense and my profit. Um, so I was able to talk to us to a CPA right now and really just trying to figure it out because I think one of the most scariest thing that I've ever done is to really just concentrate on the financial aspect, the business aspect of everything, just to make sure that what I'm really doing is not a waste of time, right? So if you ever have an employee or even you yourself, I would really recommend that you create a business review for your business so some of the areas that i really looked into is the sales which product or services is the most popular one how many on an average to hire me so that i can just see the percentage of average and how much average is it like my spending as well because I've really identified like majority of my spending is not even like on, I don't do shopping anymore. my gosh, I rarely shop already. I rarely buy new stuff. Majority of my expense, especially when it comes to business is really on softwares, um, trainings, new apps, new programs, new everything. So, there was even a time that I had to break down everything and just really identify, okay, this is becoming to be redundant. It's no longer useful. I have a lot of stock photo subscription that is not working for me. Um, I need to cancel this. So I was able to do that one. And the best way to really just simply do it is to to really divide key sections. There are just key sections on it, creating, if, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur and you're just doing things on your own, is Number one is that evaluate your number of sales that you've got. Evaluate your expenses. Evaluate how you're actually marketing your business. Evaluate your audience. You know, how how who are majority of your client, who are the one engaging with you. Kind of just give that marketing standpoint. And then from there you will be able to identify how much was your sale were you able to hit that one from your forecasted um, income that you have forecasted? And then if it is negative, will you be able then to forecast it on the next month or the next quarter and see the difference and how you can put that up? And so what I did with my finances is that I've scheduled it every 6th of the month. So February 6th will be my evaluation for my sales and expense for January. So I kind of move just a week of making sure I put everything in my Google Excel sheet. Um, Excel is your best friend. The Google sheet is also your best friend. Anything that's free, nothing fancy. You don't have to be fancy with all the bookkeeping. Just do things manually if you have to for now. That will just be amazing. And then I then review who are my forecasted um, clients and who are in my pipeline and kind of just work through that it is going to be much more if you don't have any experience with this kind it might take some time but trust me just think of it as what are the things that you would like to know do you want to know about your sales do you want to know about your expense do you want to know about who are your next set of clients in your pipeline? What are the things that you want to know? And then implement that one, study it, and just do a basic review in it. Also, keep in mind how you, how well your commitments help you to reach this goal. I mean, so you've set in a commitment, right? Did the hours that you set aside for your business bring your results from what we we're aiming? Ask this one as well. I mean, do you need to increase your work time or reevaluate your goal or just like with your weekly schedule, don't be afraid to throw out anything that isn't working, and that is the best thing. That there was a there was a time where, and I was so um, engrossed with the processes that I have, the workflows that I have, what is it? And the more I, the more I just take action and saying that, hey, would this work? Would this not work? Or would this one work? And then this is not serving me anymore. I trash it out. I really trash it out. I am so. I'm just so. It's not working for me. I'm gonna cancel it. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna find something else and see how it is. And that's one thing I think I've really, I've really um, practiced as well. So making a commitment doesn't need to be scary. I mean, decide to commit and be and and be flexible in the process. I think that's the one thing. So, what commitments are you making in your business? Um, if they involve providing your potential customers with a clear pictures of the solution, you know you can offer. This is something that you can surely surely work on as well. Now, of course. If this is something that you would like, you have you have committed with your business when it comes to visual marketing, with your website, with everything that has to do with your branding, and you kind of need help, never be afraid to actually give me a call or send me a message. If you are, um, if you are if you are somehow needing help as well to outsource particularly the tip number 3 that i kind of share with you all in list help right if you need help with anything that i am of expert with especially when it comes to designing marketing materials on website your social media everything that has to do with that feel free to book a call at savvy shake design so all right guys thank you so much i wish you happy uh, end of the month and i'm looking forward for your next month with this four tips that i've given you and making a, com- a quit-proof commitment. You have a wonderful day ahead, Savvies.
0: Thank you for listening today. If you love this show, please share it with your friends. Want to learn more about Joanna Shero? Check out SavvyChicDesign.com. That is SavvyChicDesign.com for all graphics, website, and creative needs want to be part of a free community of like-minded savvy entrepreneurs? Join Visual Savvies on Facebook. Until next time, and always remember never stop visualizing your dreams.